0: Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.
1: Let's Get Radical is brought to you by Avalara, sales tax automation for businesses of all sizes. Visit us on the web at avalara.com. That's A-V-A-L-A-R-A.com. Welcome to the business show that will change the way you look at your business practice, your organization, and yourself. This is Let's Get Radical with Liz Gold and Jody Padar. On today's show, you'll get the straight scoop on what it means to be radical and how it can help you become the next success story. Now, here are your hosts, Jody and Liz.
2: Hey Liz, are you ready? Oh, Jody, you know I am. We're talking about some of our favorite topics today, CPAs and corporate America, (laughs) right? Well, and you know, allegedly
3: CPAs can be funny.
2: Yeah, I've heard that. I I have heard that. Um, I think that is probably true, Um, but I think we have somebody here that's actually going to really prove it to us, right? Yeah, so...
3: Yeah, so uh, John Garrett is proof that CPAs can be funny, or so he says. Now, I actually know him pretty well, and I do believe he's pretty funny. Um, And he's actually on a mission to shatter the definition of the stereotypical accountant. And he does um, hilarious speaking events, and he does a Green Apple podcast, of which I've been a guest on. And he's encouraging others to find things that ignite them so that we can all be reminded that there's a human side of professionalism. And I think he's actually working on a book as well. So, um, John, what are you up to these
4: days? Yeah, thank you so much for having me on. Uh, yeah, I'm excited to be a guest. And uh, yeah, just uh, speaking to firms. And I'm actually at a at a conference right now um, in Nashville, Tennessee. And uh, yeah, just uh, making people laugh and making it uh, not the typical boring kind of conference where a lot of bricks are being thrown at you, but uh, they're rather <laughs> indigestible pieces, so it's, it's fun. And, and,
3: and how did you end up, like, doing this? I mean, like, did you start Big Firm? What was What's your background?
4: Yeah, yeah. Well, I graduated from the University of Notre Dame and uh, <laughs> went to work for PricewaterhouseCoopers and uh, did that for about three and a half years and then uh, was started to do stand-up comedy at night uh, just for fun had some open mics at the comedy clubs and what have you. And, uh, yeah, I was, I was at a training in L.A. for about three or four weeks with PwC. And uh, every Thursday we would go down to the Improv Comedy Club in Hollywood. And Who's Lines in It Anyway was kind of a big deal then. So Drew Carey mm-hmm. and Ryan Stiles and Colin Mockery and Brad Sherwood would be there hanging out and doing shows in the middle of the stand-up sets. And uh, I was thinking, wow, I could be as not funny as some of these stand-up comedians that we're up, and then this is L.A., you know? Of course, I didn't realize that you can just move to L.A. if you want to. You don't have to, you know, pass a test or anything. <laughs> and so, uh, so, yeah, so I just started doing stand-up at the Funny Bone in St. Louis, uh, a couple of open mics, and then uh, moved to Milwaukee. And then, yeah, and then eventually started to get paid, and then started to take vacation to get paid. And I was like, yeah, I better move to industry so I can, uh, you know, do it a little easier. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, and then uh, in May of 2005, left that all together to uh, do stand-up comedy full-time.
2: Wow! And so, what drew you to stand-up comedy?
4: Yeah, I mean, that's the thing is I was never really the class clown. Uh, you know, clearly, uh, you don't get into Notre Dame uh, by making everybody laugh in the off- in the classroom. But right. uh, but yeah, but it it uh, it was just a challenge, and it was also the yin and the yang of you know accounting was you know very structured and very um, uh not creative, I guess it's frowned upon, apparently, if you do creative accounting so uh so I moved over, yeah, so it was just kind of an outlet, I guess really, and uh just kind of a challenge, and let's see what happens and then I was just not as bad as everyone else, so you know I just kept going, and others were encouraging and uh yeah and then it, it and then you know I mean once you're making strangers laugh then uh then it's you know it's a bit it, it gets you. So, yeah, so then I just, it was more of a challenge. And uh, yeah, and it was, it, I'm just fortunate enough that I was good at it and then was good enough to, to do it full time. But, you know, certainly most people, you know, just keep it as a hobby and that's that's fine too.
3: Right. Well, and you've been doing it full time for like almost 10 years, right?
4: 12 now, yeah. Two, May 10th, 2005. That was my Bastille day where I was like, I'm out of here. Who's with me? And then that's I turned around birthday. and I was all by myself. <laughs> yeah, awesome. <laughs>
2: So, I mean, how, what are your bits like? I mean, I'm sure it depends on the audience, um, and we'll probably get more into that. But, you know, what What are your, what do you talk about? I mean, I think yeah,
4: sure. I mean, well, my, my comedy is, is the same if you see me at a Zany's or a Funny Bone or your Chuckle Hut in your town, whatever it is. Um, it's the same as what I would do at a corporate event, um, except for at the corporate event, I take a lot of time to customize and write new materials specifically for that firm or that conference or the people that are there. Because, uh, you know, when I was in the audience for these things, you know, I don't want your cookie-cutter show. I want you to talk about us and stuff. But but it's all clean, observational humor. Um, some of it's, you know, about being a CPA and a little bit on, you know, what people how people perceive us and playing that up. And I was in the marching band at Notre Dame. And, uh, you know, because my accounting degree was going to make me way too cool. So I better you know, geek it up a little bit with the band, and, uh, you know, ladies like a man in uniform, right, right, uh, apparently not when I've got a plume uh, sticking out of my forehead, uh, not so much, but, uh, but yeah, and, you know, and then just being married, and uh, just traveling, and being from a small town near St. Louis in southern Illinois, and, you know, just, just clean observational humor, you know, stuff about my parents, my grandparents, you know, just stuff that a lot of people can relate to.
2: So, when you say "clean," what does that mean exactly? Well, I mean just it's, make it's sure all we're on the same
4: so it's not you know sex jokes and not yeah. foul language. It's all things yeah. that if your kid was there, you wouldn't have to explain a lot. I mean, they might not right. get the joke, but you don't have to cover you know there's no earmuffs. and it's okay. nothing offensive. I'm not you know we're here to have a good time and celebrate you know the event that we're at. We're not here to uh you know have a message or change people's minds or whatever you know we're we're here to just have fun and celebrate this, so uh yeah. You know, no one's getting offended or, I mean, you know, let's hope not anyway. If you're really, (laughs) really, really trying hard and you have a problem, then maybe you might find something, but that's on you. Because,
2: but yeah. you're talking about the um, the company culture, right? So you're are you poking fun of of that? I mean, can you Well you, know, you when sort I, of when
4: I about yeah. a month before events, I'll do a, a I have a, a questionnaire that I like to run through and just mm-hmm. get to know them. You know what what makes you different than all the other firms? Uh, you know, yeah. is is somebody known for a certain phrase or a, a certain tick or a certain something? Uh, and yeah. let's talk about it. You know, sometimes it's, you know, yeah, our elevators break down once a week or we can't email a file over a certain size or the whole email system crashes or things like that. So if I'm able to make light of things that are not so good, uh, then maybe the next time that happens, you don't just get immediately angry. First you chuckle and then you get angry, but you know, it right. kind of dulls it a little bit. So, you know, it, it and, and so it's not necessarily making fun. It's just showing you that, like just chill out. Like it's okay, you know. There's there's a right. lot worse things that can happen, but it's also showcasing and highlighting the cool things that they're doing, and you know, and and certainly, I mean, if you're the managing partner, then yeah, you can probably take a, a small jab because you probably have you know a couple of houses, so you can take it, you know. Right, right. That's a thing. But it's certainly I mean, and you've,
2: you've worked place. with some really big firms like KPMG, um, Deloitte, BKD. You've worked with the AICPA. Right. Um, you know, how do you get those gigs?
4: Yeah, well, I mean, a lot of it is just uh, approaching them and, and explaining to them the value that, that you can mm-hmm. add to their event. Uh, some of those are, you know, their CPE day, their continuing education days, because accountants have to have so many hours of continuing education. Well, As you can imagine, that is very, 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 very boring content um, just because, but it has to be covered. Um, Mm -hmm. But in between those speakers doesn't have to be uh, that way. And so it's just, you know, me as an MC, even, just to kind of, you know, keep it moving and uh, keep people awake and alert and happy to be there and kind of, you know, dull the pain a little bit. Um, So that, you know, there's a lot of different ways that firms can use me. And it's it's really just approaching them and, and explaining to them the value, and it's kind of building a relationship. It's a, it's a little bit like being a one man consultant team uh, in mm-hmm. a way, um, but it's but it's more of a live experience uh, for the most part.
2: And, and so, how do you um, wait? I just I had this really great question. Oh, do you do you have stage fright? I mean, you're probably at you're probably over it at this point. in time. yeah, I've done right? over
4: 1,900 performances. Um, so yeah. yeah, I mean at this point it's more of an anxious like uh, yeah. like an athlete when your name's getting announced like let's go do this um, right you know because the other thing is is like when I when I did the open mics and stuff and people would ask and I said I, when I when I get nervous is when I put my name on the list to maybe be selected um, but you know that night or when it's go time they're gonna say my name <laughs> so I'm gonna look really dumb if I don't go out there so. Uh, that's even worse. So, yeah, I mean, now it's it's more of a, a confidence thing. And, and I worked with Louis Anderson. uh used to host the Family Feud a while ago and had Life with Louis mm-hmm. cartoon. And uh, he's on uh, Baskets with uh, Zach Galifianakis now and, and stuff. And um, I worked with him a, a good a good couple of times, a few, actually, probably like ten times. And uh, one time when he uh, he was telling me, he's like, you know, what happens is when you're new, you're asking the audience to laugh. Um, at the end of a joke and then eventually you just get confident enough to where you're telling the audience when to laugh and it's kind of a surreal cerebral type of thing but when it happens you know and he's dead on I mean that's exactly what it is and it's it's just you know the difference between someone that's brand new and me and me and Jerry Seinfeld is Seinfeld said it 10,000 times I've said Mm it 1,000 times and the new person has said it 100 times Mm
2: -hmm. so so it does get
4: easier yeah, well, I mean, if you work at it, um, but it, yeah. it certainly is, is hard. I mean, it's very, very hard. Um, and uh, and you certainly have to have some thick skin and, and have some confidence in your in belief in yourself. Um, but, you know, making people laugh and making them, you know, I always view it as, uh, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on in people's lives. And when they're in front of me, they're able to forget about that and be removed from that. Uh, you know, the way maybe they're not happy with the way their life is, or, you know, they're getting divorced or their kids or something, I don't know, you know, whatever it is, but for that, Mm -hmm. that time you're in front of me, you're laughing and you're removed from, from all of those those things. And that's the way I've always, always approached it. So.
2: Yeah. Yeah. You're being, you're entertaining them. So we're, we're going to take a quick break. Um, When we come back, we're going to continue talking to John Garrett, the recovering CPA. So stay tuned.
1: Comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Advance and evolve. Liz Gold, owner of Rhino Girl Media, provides a wide range of services to those looking to get their message out into the world. Her specialty is simplifying the complex, finding the juice in any story, and helping people find their voice. Rhino Girl Media is a communications and media company that promotes the innovative and creative work of business people, independent artists, and nonprofit organizations. For writing, editing, blog posts, web content, press releases, branded content, and consulting. Visit rhinogirlmedia.com. Are you a small business ready to work remotely with a CPA who is passionate and radical? New Vision CPA Group is a firm that understands the latest cloud technologies and will work with you for a fixed monthly price. We understand that tax and accounting are important, but the everyday insight into your financial data that helps you make critical financial decisions is priceless. We're with you every step of the way at New Vision CPA Group. Visit newvisioncpagroup.com today for more information.
5: Tax compliance can be a pain for businesses, but Avalara's powerful tax automation technology simplifies sales tax and other business taxes with real-time tax calculation and automatic return filing. It's simple to get started because Avalara works inside your accounting, e-commerce, and point-of-sale systems. That's why thousands of the world's best businesses outsource their tax compliance with Avalara. Shouldn't you, too? Learn more at Avalara.com. That's
0: A-V-A-L-A-R-A dot com. Take us on the go. It's even easier now. The Voice America Talk Radio Network has launched our mobile app for iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry.
1: voice america business network you're listening to let's get radical with jody Pedar and liz gold to reach the show today please call 1-866-472-5790 again that's 1-866-472-790 you may also send an email to jody and liz at let's get now back to the show
2: Welcome back to Let's Get Radical. I'm Liz Gold, and I'm here with Jody Paydar, and our guest today is John Garrett. He is the recovering CPA. Um, He is a clean corporate comedian, and uh, we're so happy to have him. So, John, why is corporate America so funny?
4: Oh, uh, yeah, I don't even know where to start. How many episodes can we do? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I mean, it's just everything around us. Is, is funny. It's just uh, you have to look at it that way uh, through a certain lens, which comedians are somewhat jinxed with, I guess, if you will. It's a bit of a mm-hmm. curse, but it's also, you know, what, what pays the bills. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's just looking at things. That, you know, it, it's taking your job seriously, but not necessarily taking yourself so seriously. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, just enjoying, taking time to enjoy what, what you have and what's around you. And uh, yeah, and have a good laugh. I mean, there's nothing better than that. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's 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 all around us, really. If you if you just open your eyes and take a second to look.
3: So. Uh, John, I was able to uh, meet up with you in South Bend. Um, Both of us actually went to school in the same college town. We crossed, I think our years crossed over a little bit, but we didn't know each other when we were there. And right. he's been doing um, some really cool stuff with Notre Dame and the football team. Can you tell us a little bit about that and the awards? Yeah, the yeah.
4: World? It's pretty awesome, actually. Uh, Emmy-nominated uh, TV writer right here. That's me, everybody. <laughs> Oh so great. Um, yeah, I know, that's crazy. Uh, yeah, the uh, the Nerding Football team does uh, an awards show uh, for the end of the year, and um, yeah, two years ago uh, they had Dan Hicks and Hannah Storm. Uh, she's an ESPN anchor and an alum, and then married to Dan Hicks, who did a lot of the TV stuff and does a lot of golf for NBC. And uh, yeah, they, so they were the hosts, and I scripted it all and made them very, very funny, and uh, scripted the whole show, and uh, yeah, I was nominated for an Emmy, so uh, wow. that's uh, that's that's crazy, and uh, and then um, yeah, and so it's it's really fun, and it's it's basically you know just uh, writing for someone else, and so that that's a whole another level of boy. I hope you deliver this joke the right way um, because
6: mm-hmm. you
4: know I'm not the one out there. Plus, if the joke doesn't work, I can save it um, where maybe that person maybe can't. But they were great. Uh, Dan Hicks is so funny. And, uh, yeah, it was, it was a really good, really fun, really fun experience. And then I did last year's as well. And then, uh, they're going to bring me back again for this year's. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's a, it's a really cool thing. And I mean, if you're a college football fan, I mean, I'm able to be, uh, in, in some stuff in meetings and sidelines of things that i never in a million years would dream to be able to do. Um, so I mean, as a band
3: member, you didn't get that access. I'm sorry. As a band member, you didn't get the same access? <laughs> as a
4: band member, I guess I was there, but uh, uh, not necessarily. Yeah, I was on the sidelines, but no one really knew, I guess. Um, although I certainly had my antics there. I have a little bit of a problem now sitting in the stands as a normal fan because I, I don't know how to behave properly <laughs> because I was always part of yeah, the band or, or whatever. And so, uh, yeah, I just do whatever I want to do because no one's telling me to sit down or, you know, anything like that. But uh, but yeah, it's I, I just love college football. It's my a huge passion of mine. That's for sure.
3: So I know one of the things that you've been working on is trying um, to in the Green Apple podcast is trying to get people to open up about things that they like and how that's going to help their cultures or help their jobs. Eventually, right. can you tell us a little bit about that?
4: Yeah, absolutely, and and I mean, you know, that's the thing, is we all have a hobby or a passion that's inside us. Uh, it's inside us before we got that job, it's inside us while we have that job, while we get promoted to a different position, if we go to a different firm or company, and then even when we retire, you know, that's that's really who's, what's inside us, and the job is just something that we put on outside to, you know, pay the bills and what have you, and so I found that professionalism sometimes uh, suffocates your personality it doesn't really Mm -hmm. let you share that side of you because people are scared that they're going to be looked down upon as, you know, not a very dedicated accountant or not a very whatever uh, good accountant. And it's, it's quite the opposite, Um, you know, and, and it's, and so it's the Green Apple podcast is every week, just, talking with an accountant, consultant, lawyer, white-collar nerd like me, basically, and uh, and Jody. Um, and then we, uh, you know, just, just talking about that, that hobby or passion, and let's, let's brag that up, but then that next level is really the eye-opener, is how has that impacted your career? Um, because there's some real stuff happening there that, that sometimes in the moment you may not realize, but but, uh, you know, better coworker relationships, better client relationships, you're bringing in new business, or maybe even better is you have a skill set that other people don't have because of your, your hobby or passion, um, that you're, you're perfecting outside of the office that other people aren't. And if you don't share that and let people know, or if firms don't care to find that out about you, then you're all missing out big time. Mm-hmm. And, and and the way that this all came about was crazy because I was with PwC right out of school. And uh, 12 years later, I was brought to a different PwC office where a partner from my first office in St. Louis had moved to Houston. I never worked with this partner. I didn't know who he was. I had no clue of what his name was or anything. But 12 years later, he saw the list of speakers and pegged me right away to the meeting planners. I know John Garrett. He's the guy who did comedy at night. Hmm. And that was like crazy to me, right? Because first of all, you remembered me 12 years later, which is nuts. But second Mm -hmm. of all, for absolutely nothing Um, Mm work-related. You know, and I was promoted early. I had a really strong resume. I was on the biggest financial services client that PwC had, um, and none of that. And so that's when I started to realize, like, think about all the people that you've ever worked with, and... The first thing you think about or the first four things you think about are their hobbies and passions, their kids, uh, what they love to do on the weekends and at nights. And, and if you're not sharing that, then you're completely forgettable. And uh, it's kind of scary to me, you know. And so, so yeah, so I'm just uh, trying to just break that stereotype, um, you know, of, of the stereotypical professional is all work all the time and it's, it's simply not true. And, mm-hmm. uh, and I don't know what it is because, you know, we graduate college and we have all these extracurricular activities. And then at some point in the first couple of years, you know, if you're a nail that sticks up a little bit, then you get hammered back in. And, uh, right. that's, quite, that's yeah, it should be the exact opposite. Um, yeah, you have
2: to be a little bit tucked in. Right. I mean, do you feel like that's changing? Cultures are changing, especially I think in it firms. Is. I think
4: that people are more open to it now. They try and use yeah. it, uh, labeling it as a millennial thing. And I, I don't think it's a millennial thing. I think it's a human thing. Yeah. Um, it's it's what we always all wanted. But, uh, you know, the millennials are just the ones that are not going to put up with it anymore.
2: Right. And well, we, we've had some guests like Tracy Seguera, who um, works for an accounting firm. I'll leave out the name. But um, she's a marketing director there, and she started going out and telling stories, and she became like a moth uh, storyteller winner. Um, Yeah. You know, and we've talked to Declan Zimmerman, who is um, in virtual, he does uh, motion graphics, and he was talking about the concept of cross creative cross-pollination and about (laughs) how, you know, if you are – you know, you focused on one sort of skill and you take up another skill, like say you're a writer and you take up singing, how that can really enhance your writing. You right. know, so I th- I definitely, I, I, I feel you. And I think that's a good cause to like take on is helping people discover their their passions and bring them out. Yeah. So very cool.
4: Yeah. Well, thanks. Yeah. And, and it's almost like uh You know, uh, it's almost like what's your and? You know, like I'm an accountant and a comedian, and and no one has ever once said, "Tell me more about that accountant part." (laughs) Never. (laughs) Really? Never. Like not not a single. I did. Uh, Come on, I think I asked you about your accounting background. If if they want to be like super chatty, and I'm uh, if I don't feel like talking, they're like, "Oh, so what do you do?" I'm like, "I'm an accountant," and then we're done talking. Like, there's no follow up question. But if, if I feel like having a conversation with the person, then I'll be like, yeah, I, I do comedy and I'm a corporate speaker. And then, and then it's we talk the entire flight. Um, but, you know, and I don't know why that is. I mean, there is some brain science to it. Uh, there's, mm-hmm. you know, like norepinephrine, which is, you know, which if you see something novel or, you know, interesting people you're interested in type of a thing. And so mm-hmm. uh, that, that chemical is just released automatically. And, and it, that's what creates engagement and people being better connected. And then, you know, like oxytocin follows along right after that, and that's what creates like trust and bonding and collaboration, and and also makes your highs not too high and your lows not too low. So, in an accounting field where you're in busy season and you're long hours and it's very stressful, uh, the more of that you got buzzing around in your head, the better it is for everybody. And so, you know, it's just it's just building that up, and it, you know, there's science behind it. It's not just my story. And the hundred other Green Apple podcast stories that I have, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's so it's you really actually
3: cool. did the research on the science. You're not just making this up for us. No,
4: no, I'm not making this up at all. You can read, <laughs> yeah. read all you want on it norepinephrine and oxytocin. Uh, yeah. I love that. Uh, really Are you cool. brought in at all
2: during tax season to like shake things up and help people like relax a little bit?
4: You know, I haven't yet. Um, I have done like a pre tax uh, meeting, yeah. so just before which will help because, you know, but, but the problem is, is, uh, you know, it's not a quick fix thing. It's, you know, the nine months that you're not doing busy season is when you build up that rapport and build these connections. And, 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 and it's really just showing a genuine interest in each individual is really mm-hmm. what it boils down to, which uh, as accountants, it's free. So you should be super excited about, but, uh, you know, and, and, and that's all it is is just, is just be genuinely interested in people, and, you know, some firms, uh, they just give out Starbucks cards as a quick thank you. Well, you know what, I don't like coffee, so mm-hmm. you give me a Starbucks card, first of all, tells me that you don't care about anything about me, or didn't take the time to learn about me, uh, but, you know, I'm not going to use this, you know, whatever, but if you just took five minutes and found out about somebody, you know, maybe they have a dog that they treat as a child, you know, give them a PetSmart card, or mm-hmm. you know maybe they like something else, just Whatever it is, it, you know, it takes a little bit more pressure on the manager and the partners and people above, but man, I mean, your, your turnover's lower, people are not calling in sick as much, people are happy to be at work. I mean, you know, it, it, why is it not that way all the time? You know, right. Why is that such a novel concept for the accounting, consulting, legal world? It shouldn't be. It should be the norm.
2: Right. Agreed. So we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to continue talking to John Garrett. He's the recovering CPA. So stay tuned.
1: From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business
2: Network.
5: Tax compliance can be a pain for businesses, but Avalara's powerful tax automation technology simplifies sales tax and other business taxes with real-time tax calculation and automatic return filing. It's simple to get started because Avalara works inside your accounting, e-commerce, and point-of-sale systems. That's why thousands of the world's best businesses outsource their tax compliance with Avalara. Shouldn't you, too? Learn more at Avalara.com. That's A V-A-L-A-R-A.com.
1: Advance and Evolve. Liz Gold, owner of Rhino Girl Media, provides a wide range of services to those looking to get their message out into the world. Her specialty is simplifying the complex, finding the juice in any story, and helping people find their voice. Rhino Girl Media is a communications and media company that promotes the innovative and creative work of business people, independent artists, and nonprofit organizations. For writing, editing, blog posts, web content, press releases branded content and consulting visit rhinogirlmedia.com are you a small business ready to work remotely with a cpa who is passionate and radical new vision cpa group is a firm that understands the latest cloud technologies and will work with you for a fixed monthly price We understand that tax and accounting are important, but the everyday insight into your financial data that helps you make critical financial decisions is priceless. We're with you every step of the way at New Vision CPA Group. Visit newvisioncpagroup.com today for more information.
0: We're on the cutting edge of social media.
1: Can you keep up? Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. You're listening to Let's Get Radical with Jody Paydar and Liz Gold. To reach the show today, please call 1 866 472 5790. Again, that's 1 866 472 790. You may also send an email to Jody and Liz at letsgetradical.org. Now, back to the show.
3: Welcome back. I'm Jody Paydar, and I'm here with Liz Gold, and you're listening to Let's Get Radical. Um, and we're talking to John Garrett, who is a CPA um, who's pretty funny. And um, before we get back to our conversation, I do want to give a quick shout out to Intuit and uh, thank them for sponsoring our show. But, John, so it's interesting to me that, you know, 12 years ago now, you jumped working from uh, like a regular paying job to saying, okay, I'm going to do full comedy full time now or I'm going to, you know, become self-employed. What was that like and right, what, what yeah, did that well, feel
4: like? uh, you know, I mean, for me, it was kind of a perfect storm. Uh, I uh, was getting some really cool opportunities from the comedy side, uh, opening for Louis Anderson on the Bob and Tom radio show, which a lot of people listen to in the morning across the country. And, um, um, and then opening for other comedians, uh, they were bringing me along for shows. And then on the flip side, we had this new manager that came in that really wasn't the sharpest knife in the drawer, and we did not get along at all, And uh, to the point where he would always look over my shoulder all the time. And uh, so I realized that he was doing that. So I did almost the reverse of what anyone would do. And I just had ESPN's website minimized, except for when he walked around, I would bring it up. So every time (laughs) he came by my cube, the ESPN website was up. Like, I never was doing work when he walked by.
3: And so it, you it, were taunting him.
4: Pretty much. I, I'm, like, I'm like a child. It's like, okay, if you tell me not to do this, I'm going to do it times ten.
3: Oh and I'm going to make you
4: lose your mind. He, he, <laughs> it was like, a, you're going to lose your mind. And so we just didn't get along. So, so you know, it was kind of this perfect storm. And uh, it kind of pushed me out of my comfort zone. Because, I mean, deep down inside, I'm still super risk-averse. I'm still an accountant that's still in my DNA. And, uh, yeah, so it, it kind of pushed me out of the nest, if you will, and said, you know, you, you can do this. And then it's scary, <laughs> really scary, because you're just out in space. There's yeah. no up, there's no down, there's no left <laughs> or right. You don't know where to go or what to do. <laughs> and um, there's no real career path in uh, right. comedy um, because you can do anything. And, uh, and so, yeah, it just became a hustle. It's a hustle game, you know. And it's, uh, it, you got to treat it like a job. And, and the, the thing that I struggled with is making it too all-consuming. Uh, I really had to, at one point, realize that it's not a 24-7 job. Like you just gotta step back and and stop, uh, you know, because it'll it's all you're always thinking about it. You're always doing it. You're always you're always chasing that, and and you really need to take time to to step back once in a while and set some parameters up for when the mm-hmm. day is over, um, mm-hmm. and uh, or else or else yeah, I mean you'll be working, you know, till two in the morning and then wake up and start working again, you know. So without
3: Do you have anyone working for you either as a subcontractor or um, like a virtual uh, um, assistant or anything like that, or is it 100% you?
4: I do now. I do now. I have a small team of uh, virtual team that I use uh, three different people for different things. Uh, One as like my main VA and then two others that help me out with some special projects here and there. But early on, I mean, it was all me, Uh, and and even for the first, uh, gosh... Nine years, I guess it was all me uh, doing everything, and um, you know, and, and it it is hard um, to to make that work. But on the flip side, I now fully understand what I'm asking people to do now, and I understand how much time it should take, and I'm understanding of how it works and how uh, you know what what I'm asking you to do, and I'm able to describe it to them better and in the an easier way, so then uh, they can they can get it done faster. Um, but, uh, but yeah, but it is, it is hard because I mean, you don't know, uh, you know, when you have a steady job, I mean, you know, you kind of get fat and dumb, you know, where you're just getting a paycheck <laughs> and you, you know, you're just, yeah. and, you know, you got, you have, I, you know, I use that figuratively. I'd like not to get too many emails from people, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, him, you, you, not you, you're us, getting okay. a steady paycheck, you have benefits, you have all that, you have vacation days, blah, blah, I mean, your goal is to take the vacation days and when you're working for yourself, I mean, You know, there's there's none of any of that. I mean, I remember when I first started, I mean, yeah, I had no clue how much money I was going to make the next month. I had zero bookings on the calendar for the next month. But like two months later, I had one week, and then six months later, I had another week booked. But other than that, I had zero money coming in. And so, you know, it's just a hustle, and, and, uh, and making it work and making phone calls is a lot of rejection. Um, it's a lot of, yeah, that's why when I talk to people that are looking for a new job and they're like, yeah, I sent an email and they didn't reply, I'm like, get back to me. I mean, like, I, I get, I get that every day. I mean, you know, that's, that's just, you just get really thick skin and, but you see, you see the vision of where it's going and you believe in that and you have, uh, faith in that. And, and, and along the way, the universe kind of pats you on the back and says, here's a cool opportunity for you and, uh, you're going the right way. And uh, and that's the way I looked at it. And I also, you know, just some of the things that I've been exposed to and had the opportunity to do, I was like, wow, I'd be really selfish if I didn't give this a full go. Because a lot of my friends will never even sniff any of this opportunity, and I've had all of them, uh, you know, uh, do opening for Louis Anderson, hanging out with Jay Leno, meeting you know, Arsenio Hall and, you know, uh, uh, all kinds. I mean, Jerry, Jerry Seinfeld. I mean, it's, it's just crazy, some of the stuff that I've been able to do. And, uh, right, and that you know, stuff
3: is priceless, right? I yeah, absolutely. like priceless
4: A lot of my friends in comedy will never do any of those. So for me to do all of them and then not really give it a full go is, is really selfish, um, the way I looked at it. So let's give it a shot. Yeah. And, and honestly, I talked with Wayne Cotter, who hosted A&E's evening at the Improv in the late 80s, Really, really funny guy, and he, he worked for IBM in the early 80s, like uh, late 70s, early 80s, and uh, he was like, these computers are going nowhere, so I'm going to do comedy. And, uh, and I was like, oh, that's a good choice. But, uh, but it worked out for him, and, uh, and he, uh, I, I, I talked to him, and he was like, what do you have to lose? You have a degree from Notre Dame, you pass the CPA exam, you have big four experience, you can get a job whenever you want. Like, just give it a shot, and if it doesn't work then go back and get a job. I mean, who cares? And yeah. uh, I, mean, I was like, can we three-way my parents on this call and you do the talking? And, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, but it was, you know. And, it, and it, it 12 it years
3: worked. later, it's still working.
4: Yeah, I mean, now, I mean, I've been doing comedy longer than I was speaking, longer than I was an accountant. So, yeah, I'm not, I think I calculated because somebody was like, oh, would you ever come back? I said, I think I'm about 400 hours behind on CPE. so <laughs> I might as well just have to start over. <laughs>
2: Yeah, you've really—I mean—you've carved out a niche for yourself within, you know, professional services. I mean, I know you work with a lot of accounting firms, so I mean, it's a—it's you've built out a niche,
1: yeah. you know.
2: Um, I, you know, and I—I've been to your website, and if people haven't been to John's website, you should definitely check it out. Um, recovering—it's the recoveringcpa.com, the yeah. Yeah. And I mean, there's a ton of information on there. I talk about getting organized and, and streamlining your business. I mean, you know, I loved the the list that you had of, um, you know, what to expect. Oh, and I think you. that all yeah. the way through, I mean, from the very beginning to the very end, what you can expect from working with you and what you can expect.
4: Well, um, yeah,
2: I thought that was really great. So, I mean, how, how hard was it for you to set up like sort of a system like that and sort of, you know, like uh, you just get all of that information organized so it was easier for you to manage.
4: Yeah, and and I mean, the one hard part when you when you said, you know, carving out a niche, um at first that was really counterintuitive to me. Um I didn't want to close any doors. I wanted to be for everybody, you know, if I if I do yeah. a, a comedy club, I mean, everyone's there. I can do comedy for everybody. And, uh, and I talked to somebody, and they were like, you know, if you have a problem with, let's say, your, your, your plumbing or your toilet or whatever, do you call a plumber or do you call a general contractor? Mm-hmm. And it's like, you call the specialist, you call the, the plumber. Right. And so, so that's why, you know, just being the recovering CPA, and, and if anybody's, you know, like, hey, we have this corporate event or this, uh, you know, accounting firm event or consulting firm event, and, uh, you know, it's just really boring, and we need somebody just to, like, make sure it's not that. Um, then you know I'm the guy, you know, and and where if it's just I can make anything funny, well, no, not really. you know, and and, but, I mean, those are my people. And so, so I, to people listening, uh, don't be afraid to niche. I mean, like really, really dig deep in that. I mean, for me, it's top two hundred accounting firms. That's my center, of my bullseye, if you will. And then mm-hmm. it ripples out from that. but uh, but, you know you only have so much time and energy to to market to people. So you really got to stake your your flag in the ground for for where you're at, and uh, yeah, and then just become organized and and just have a system because if you're reinventing the wheel all the time, then uh, yeah, you'll you'll go crazy and be really slow and inefficient and not get as many opportunities out there. So.
2: I love this. Uh, it's really, it's really interesting to hear about your uh, process and and your story. So, I mean, and we have to go to break in like two minutes. But I just quickly, when manager managing partners bring you on, is there a top thing that they're really looking for you to accomplish, other than energizing the crowd and entertaining?
4: Them? Yeah, I mean the live experience, but but certainly it's it's just creating a better culture and uh, yeah. just just creating a, a place where people top they want to they want to attract and retain top talent is what they want to do um, and uh, and so it's just creating that, that place that people want to go to and they want to stay and people care about each other and they like coming to work most days, I mean sure it's not going to be every day but right. you know it's, uh, why, why shouldn't it be that way I mean it's, it's crazy that it's not
2: Right, 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 right so we're going to take a quick break and we're when we come back we're going to continue talking to John Garrett, the recovering CPA so stay tuned
1: Business community's first choice in internet talk radio, Voice America Business Network. Are you a small business ready to work remotely with a CPA who is passionate and radical? New Vision CPA Group is a firm that understands the latest cloud technologies and will work with you for a fixed monthly price. We understand that tax and accounting are important, but the everyday insight into your financial data that helps you make critical financial decisions is priceless. We're with you every step of the way at New Vision CPA Group. Visit newvisioncpagroup.com today for more information.
5: Tax compliance can be a pain for businesses, but Avalara's powerful tax automation technology simplifies sales tax and other business taxes with real-time tax calculation and automatic return filing. It's simple to get started because Avalara works inside your accounting, e-commerce, and point-of-sale systems. That's why thousands of the world's best businesses outsource their tax compliance with Avalara. Shouldn't you, too? Learn more at Avalara.com. That's A V-A-L-A-R-A.com.
1: Advance and evolve. Liz Gold, owner of Rhino Girl Media, provides a wide range of services to those looking to get their message out into the world. Her specialty is simplifying the complex, finding the juice in any story, and helping people find their voice. Rhino Girl Media is a communications and media company that promotes the innovative and creative work of business people, independent artists, and nonprofit organizations. For writing, editing, blog posts, web content, press releases, branded content, and consulting, visit rhinogirlmedia.com. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You're listening to Let's Get Radical with Jody Paydar and Liz Gold. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's one 866 472 you may also send an email to Jody and Liz at letsgetradical.org. Now, back to the show.
2: Welcome back to Let's Get Radical. I'm Liz Gold, and I'm here with Jody Paydar. And our guest today is John Garrett. He is the recovering CPA, and he is seriously funny. So, we're learning a lot about comedy and about clean corporate comedy, and um, hearing a lot about John's. Uh, History as a comedian and you know, obviously it's still in the present tense since it's happening so I mean, so John, you know, where do you see yourself going? You know, um, what, what, where, what kind of goals do you have for yourself with this? I know that sounds like a really funny question coming out right now, but I'm just, no, not at all. Know.
4: Not at all. My favorite part is in the beginning of the podcast, it was maybe he's a little bit funny and now I'm seriously <laughs> funny. So I've really <laughs> done my damage. Uh, I'm impressed, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, where I see this going is, is more, you know, the corporate speaking, uh, having almost a consulting side where I come into firms, uh, most Mostly, you know, accounting, consulting, legal firms, and uh, you know, just help them put some infrastructure in place to create a better culture, and to kind of show them that you know it's okay to do these things, and, and some some little things that they can help with. And so, I think building that whole side of it. I have a book that'll come out later this year, and then you know, keep the podcast going, and, and yeah, just just spreading my message, um, you know, and and uh, just trying to get people to you know, don't let professionalism suffocate your personality, you know, just be you. That's what people want. That's what sticks with people.
3: Yeah. And how much of your, um, your business is actually writing versus speaking just like, yeah, I mean,
4: not a lot. I mean, you know, I do that Notre Dame show that we talked about and then the accounting today is going to have me write some things, uh, for them as well. Um, you know, and then just, you know, in the process of writing the book, but, but otherwise, yeah, I mean, it's, my real – the the real impact that I can have, uh, the force multiplier, if you will, is, is live and, and okay. in person. Um, you know, it's not really webinars. It's a – you know, the energy and, and what I do can't really be conveyed. Uh, Via webinar? Live is best, um, for sure. So, you know, uh, so, so that's why, you know, it would be nice to have a little bit of the consulting side where, you know, Firms that bring me in to speak, and they have brought it up, and I've just uh, not been as confident in the message until you know recently to be like, yeah, this is like a real thing, and uh, I need to be doing this more. Where you know I can come back for a half day uh, and work with uh, your, your whole team, and then another half day working with the upper management of you know how do we how do we make this better and and putting implementing some things of people that I've talked to, I've talked to so many, I mean a hundred of the podcast episodes plus another probably 75 offline and uh, just got some really cool best practices of what people are doing out there and, you know, just kind of sharing that.
2: So, I love in the beginning where you talked about you sent a questionnaire to your clients um, you know, before you go do a gig. And so what have you ever been surprised or sort of shocked by the responses that you got
4: back? Oh, yeah, 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 which is <laughs> why I do it, especially. And, okay. then, and, then, and then there's always like an extra question added on once in a while, where it's like, "Oh, that's a question I should ask." Um, but there was one there was one firm that uh, the partner was adamant. A pretty small firm, but he was adamant that everyone drove only American-made cars. Wow! So if I even said the word Honda or Toyota, the oh show gosh. would stop immediately. Wow! And uh, I was like, "Wow, that's uh, I'm glad I asked." Literally, I, mean, I didn't have any. He said degree. that. I'm sorry.
2: He said that he was going to just stop the show, well, or uh, just- the
4: uh, HR and the marketing people that were planning the event told me? Oh, wow. That's his thing. And uh, it's not a joke, and it's dead serious. And, you know, it's, and, uh, so I, I, luckily I didn't have wow. really killer import car jokes. But, uh, you know, <laughs> so it was Well, that's wow. my whole act. Uh, I don't know why you're bringing me in. But, uh, yeah, so but you always want to know that because there's, there's going to be something, and, and that's not why I'm there. And, you know, I, I want people to only positive uh, experiences coming out of this. And uh, and if if not, then it's on you because you know all of my comedy is coming from a good place, and I always start out beating myself up quite a bit, um, you know, and, and it, so that then anything else is well, you know, he ripped on himself. I mean, it's kind of like Conan, Conan O'Brien. You know, he's tall, white, well-educated male. What's wrong with mm-hmm. you? Nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, you yeah. can just amp up the nerdy a little bit and pick on yourself, and then after that, then you know, it's it's fine. Um, so, uh, so yeah, so it, that's, that's the way I've always approached it. And, and most people can tell it's coming from a good place and it's just silly. So yeah, it's really fun.
2: Yeah. You probably get some great insight reading those, I would imagine. Um, so yeah. that sounds really a lot a of, lot, a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, wow. We covered a really, we, a lot of ground today.
4: Wow. I'm exhausted. I need a nap. So I have a
3: question. What has been the um, best thing that you learned doing your podcast? Like why? I mean, like when you um, decided you were going to do a podcast. um, Now, what has been the best thing to come out of you doing your podcast?
4: Yeah, I mean, honestly, the podcast has been really just it's given me more confidence in, you know, this this message, this, you know, share your and or what the Green Apple message is. and, and and just it, because I hear other people's stories, and it's not just me. It's it's there's so many other people out there that are normal, well-rounded individuals that uh, you know by sharing their personality, it's it's, it's benefited their career uh, directly, and so it's it's just so encouraging to hear that, and it, it motivates me to keep going. Um, mm-hmm. And and so that's that's really what the big takeaway has been. Uh, it's accidentally selfish, um, but I also mm-hmm. love sharing it with everyone else as well, and, and 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 always making the guest the star of the show, and really blowing up like what they've done and how cool it is. Uh, you know, Jody, when you were on, we were talking about your swimming and in college and all that. And I mean, that's the thing is I don't even know what your job is, but I know you're a swimmer. Like that's that's the thing. Like, <laughs> right. you know, it's like I don't even think you work. I think you just hang out and talk about swimming. That's what happens. <laughs> And watch the Kardashians. That's what I remember. But, oh, uh, totally. Right? Totally. Wow. So, John,
3: if people want to get in touch with you, how can they find you?
4: Yeah, I mean, uh, greenapplepodcast.com, uh, that goes to the website as well. Um, you can check that out or uh, The Recovering CPA, either way. And, and on the website, I appreciated Liz talking about all the stuff I have on there. I have some music video parodies, like I rewrote Eye of the Tiger to uh, We're All Out of Toner. So it's a guy that wants to print a resignation letter, but he can't <laughs> because they're all out of toner.
2: Oh, my <laughs> so, gosh. Yeah,
4: they're all professionally shot and edited and really slick. There's like five or six on there. Uh, Jody, I think you really like the Adding Machine uh, Dancing yes. Queen parody, ABBA. Uh, you Are My Adding Machine. And oh uh, so goodness. that was a pretty fun one. So, yeah, yeah, they're just kind of silly things out there. They're two, two and a half minutes long, all work safe. But, uh, yeah, they're they're fun.
2: So you can watch it in your cube, people, if you want to get a laugh. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, John, thank you so much for being here. You were awesome. And, um, you know, we'll definitely tune in to your podcast and, and check out the videos and watch you at a, an accounting firm near us.
4: Great. Well, no, <laughs> thank you guys so much. This has been an honor and, I like, so much fun to do. So really, really thank you so much.
2: Awesome. And and for everybody listening, you can always get in touch with us at Jody and Liz at let's dot org. We're on Facebook. Um, we have a enormous archives on iTunes and Stitcher, so check us out. And what else? Anything else, Jody, we need to leave us
3: some love. We would love a review. So leave us some love on iTunes.
2: And yes. Review. And um, yeah. And we look forward to continuing on on for the next episode. So with that, I think we're over and out.
1: Thanks so much for tuning in to Let's Get Radical. Please join Liz Gold and Jody Paydar again next Tuesday morning at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. This week, it's time for you to get radical.